Welcome to Brain Crops. I'm your coach, Chelsea Myers, and today we're continuing our mini-series on perfectionism. When things aren't perfect. In our last episode, we talked about some aspects of perfectionism. We discussed our brains and how they were designed to be efficient tools for all generations, including those who lived many, many years before us. In those earlier times, the brain was charged with much more involved survival tasks than the ones we use it for in our modern society. As a part of its design, the brain was programmed to be on guard for threats, assess for risks, and gauge for levels of danger in our current situations and surroundings. These functions were very useful for early generations and still have useful functions in our lives today. But because of this type of programming, our brains sometimes misinterpret circumstances as dangerous. When the brain registers danger, it immediately starts shooting out cautionary ideas about what could happen, why the given situation isn't good, exit plans to choose from, thoughts about alternative options that have previously proven to be safe. You can identify some of these misinterpretations that happen in your brain, and this is really transferable to other things we talk about, but since we're focusing on some of the undesirable results of over-focusing on perfection, I'd like you to think of something that was recently bothersome to you because it wasn't the way you thought it should be. It wasn't right. It wasn't perfect. Pick one that you can bring to the front of your memory. Now try to remember what was going through your head at that time. I'm going to throw out some things that clients have shared with me. Thoughts like, it shouldn't be that way. That needs to be fixed. If we don't change it now, it'll be disastrous down the road. I can't relax until this gets organized. I like things in a certain way. Do any of these sound familiar? What are your thoughts in your situation? Now, here's why I'm bringing this up. When absolute precision is required and rewarded in certain aspects of your life, like your profession, and your brain has gotten really used to being focused on seeking for perfection, it can be a challenge to transition out of that mode. So chances are, if this is your case, the thought you had in the situation you just remembered wasn't the only thought you had about that bothersome thing. It was likely more of a launching pad for additional, similar, and sometimes more aggressive thoughts about that situation. The thoughts and intensity of them often compound, which ends up taking you from a person who's just observed something out of place to a person who's now focusing on that thing and possibly becoming distracted by it, maybe even becoming frustrated. This is your brain at work. It's found something that we'll call wrong, and it's now going to work to give you all of the data that it can find to support the conclusion that this thing you noticed is indeed wrong. The more data it finds, the more aware of it you can become. But go back to your thing, the thing you thought of for this example. Were you actually in a life and death situation? Was the thing so wrong that it was threatening your safety? Was this level of analysis actually needed? Maybe for the random situation you thought of it was, but in general, are these things, 
that seem to lack the precision you'd prefer, threatening your ability to live? And if not, consider how much headspace you want to give them. And the thing is, there are what I'll call imperfect things all around us. Depending on whose lenses you're looking through, but you choose the experience. And the thing is, there are what I'll call imperfect things all around us. Depending on whose lenses you're looking through, but how you choose to experience them is totally up to you. It always has been. So how do you do that? Here's the beauty. In our powerful brains that sometimes overestimate the level of real danger that we're in, we have access to the prefrontal cortex. This is the part of the brain that we can pre-plan with, the part where we can think about our thinking with, the part where we can observe our lives, our thoughts, and our situations, not just from the position of the person experiencing things, but from the position of an onlooker. And as an onlooker, we can then assess if the ideas being tossed around in our brains are useful. And we can, with intentionality, choose whether or not to keep giving those thoughts attention. I want to recommend that the next time you notice that this isn't how you'd want something or that isn't what you'd prefer, you choose to notice your experience with the situation. Notice your thoughts. Notice the time you spend thinking about it. Notice if you have any emotional response and then choose. Choose whether or not you want to continue focusing on the thing that isn't the way you want it. Choose whether it is worth investigating what part of it you can change or control. Or choose to just let it be. The last one will be the trickiest because that's when your brain is going to automatically start its work of proving why perfect is better, it's used to perfect, it likes perfect, but you can handle your brain. In fact, it wouldn't hurt to say, either out loud or just think the words, okay, I hear you brain, it isn't perfect, but that doesn't mean it has or will go wrong. You might even take a step further as the director of your brain and tell it, brain, I'd like you to focus on and tell your brain whatever you want it to think about instead. If you do this, something miraculous will happen. Just as efficiently as it seems to work against your inner peace sometimes, your brain will efficiently go to work to focus on the new thing you've directed it to. If you allow it, if you require it. So, what is your focus going to be? Where do you see striving for perfection to be useful? And where would you find more joy to decide to just let something be imperfect? That's all for today. Join me next time where we will continue talking about perfectionism. I appreciate you joining me for today's episode. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit dentallife.coach for access to additional coaching tools, as well as more episodes to help you create the dental life you truly desire.